Hey everyone, this is Alex. This is Boshka. This is Fool's Odyssey episode 42. And I think today we're going to talk about Guardian of Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, my prediction for Boshka was that he was going to think it's okay, and but he will still like it. So was I on the nose with this one, Bosh? Uh, pretty much. It wasn't a bad movie by any chance. Like, it's good. It's enjoyable. But it's, 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 a, it's a, like, normally good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. The reason... Okay, so the reason why I say this is because like the vibe, the feeling, the energy of this movie, it's mm-hmm. exactly the same as the first one. Yes, almost, yeah. It feels exactly the same. Like there is some great color, uh, character development in this mm-hmm. uh, movie, but but the whole sequence and everything felt very Yes. Is very I mean, the, the first one was was, you know, was uh, like surprising, you know, like, "Oh, wow. Oh, wow, they're doing this kind of stuff. Cool." Mm-hmm. But when you're doing the exact same thing, the effect kind of just blends off, I guess. It's well, the thing is, for this one, they they did the dysfunctional family uh, angle again, right? And you know, like I get it, but at the same time, they've been together for a while now at this point. So the fact that they're still like kind of like this to each other doesn't really mesh well, in my opinion. What do you mean by that? Because like. Like, I get it if they're, like, a family that argues with each other but still love each other. But this one is just the same kind of relationship they had in the first one. Like, there was no change. Yeah, I guess they don't feel closer. Yes. Yeah, because you know what I mean. Like, from Iron Man 1 to Iron Man 2 or from Captain America 1 to Captain America 2, there's, like, a big change. Mm-hmm. Big uh, shift for the characters. This one, not so much. And I think by the end of the movie, not many of them have grown that much to begin with. Or uh, mm. at the end, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like um, Gamora, Drax, Groot, Star Lord. Even they don't really change that much. Like this journey is just like another like story. Mm-hmm. There's no like personal development for the characters. I would say the only characters that really changed was like Yondu and Rocket and Nebula. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's like the the main. Uh, well, Nebula. I guess we kind of now see like her her thought. I guess. Mm-hmm. More than like, so whatever she said doesn't always mean whatever it is that she actually, yeah, you know, feel. Yeah, I think this movie was just all about like Yandu. I would totally agree with that. He's like, he's the guy that has, you know, it was explained his backstory about the Ravager shenanigans, right? Mm-hmm. And then he also has a scene where he just kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a scene where, you know, he like. I think he does a lot more than, than Peter did in this movie. So, it's interesting how they did this movie. Because, I guess in the first one, they focused a lot on Star-Lord. So, I guess in this one, they want to shift it to the other characters. Right. Yeah. So, there are rumors saying, like... Oh, I guess I'm going to spoil the spoilers. But, like, there are rumors saying in the third one, it's going to be more focused on Rocket and Drax. Rocket again? Mm. I mean, I guess people do like Rocket, but... Yeah, but I feel like Gomorrah gets her chance in the Avengers movie because she's very tightly, yeah. uh, with it, uh, closely with tied Thanos. to uh, Thanos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. For me, Gomorrah still hasn't like you know held that much meaning to me. Uh, well, that might change in the Avengers Maybe. movie. It might change, Maybe. but for now, it's yeah, I can see it. it she's kind of just there. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about our initial impressions. So. Going into the spoilerinos, of course, let's talk about uh, the new character, Mantis, because she doesn't really have much to do. So what do you think of Mantis? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing at all. Mm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's kind of there. Um, she's kind of like the comic-ish character. 
I guess, and I guess she's supposed to, like, you know, well, I don't know what what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be like, you know, g- you know, giving like, you know, like as in like a, a forewarning of what what the whole ego is all about, or what what what's her? I don't know what she's doing. Is she there to like, you know, expose the characters like, you know, inner feeling and stuff like that? Her character, I believe, is just there to help the guardians. Uh, fight against ego because ego the main villain in this movie is the a giant planet a giant celestial mm-hmm. like a godlike being essentially mm-hmm. so realistically speaking when you're writing this movie you need something mm-hmm. to be able to help guardians uh, give them like a, a bit of a handicap right mm-hmm. so I guess Mantis is just written there just so he can she can like go, make him go to sleep and kind of just <laughs> that's what I'm thinking I don't know because she doesn't really do much other than make people sleep, and that's it. Yeah. Like, her powers are Yeah, that was... Useless. <laughs> I think that was the one part. She's just like, okay, let's touch the root and put him to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fell asleep. Okay. So I think that's <laughs> the reason why she's even a part of the Guardians. Because they needed someone to be able to, like, help out uh, against Ego. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. She did her She did her part, if that's, if that's why she's there. She did her part. <laughs> Uh, oh yes, I forgot. And then we got the other. Well, we got we we'll start off with the minor villain, which is like the sovereign. What do you think of their character? Those golden, the golden people. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I don't know the fact that they were like you know playing video games while you know shooting stuff and whatnot. At one point, I was like, ooh, like joining them might seems like be a cool thing. But then I'm like concerned if I'm like you know being there, do I have to be like golden skin too and stuff? That's kind of. But you are a golden skin, Bosh. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're always gonna be a gold uh, trophy for me. To me. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought like the scene where they, uh, where they were in the snow place, mm-hmm. when there's this, the two stooges just like you know, rolling out the carpet for her and kind of get stuck and stuff like that. I thought that was that shows the the what do you call it? The feel of the those people. Yes, they <laughs> like. They they try to act high and mighty, but you know shit just goes. Yes, exactly. Southwest real well. They're very pretentious and. Uh... Yeah, pretentious. <laughs> that's the word. Yes, <laughs> and it, yeah, it just exa- it shows their true colors. They're just like ah. the golden <laughs> <laughs> true color. <laughs> I don't know how can I say like uh, they're a, yeah as the as they as they said in the movie they think highly of themselves but they're really just like kind of just like idiots. They take themselves seriously when they are just goofy, you know? Mm-hmm. But Like a lot of people in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially us. Especially you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't really say that they were threatening at all because the Guardians had no problem taking them out. Uh, kind. They kind of do, right? Like, they have to, like, resort to, like, uh, what you call it? unconventional means you know what i mean wait what do you mean like for example like you know like they when they were chased the first time how they had to do like you know going the asteroid the quantum asteroid space thing so it's kind of like it's not like you know if they're not a threat you know the guardian would just like you know stand their ground and like shoot them down right but that's like you know what i'm saying so that's like they're saying they're only powerful because they have high number of uh people to pretty much yes yeah but there's a threat I wouldn't say they're completely out of them. They're a threat of some sort. Kind of like... It kind of like the, the stuff that gives the element of... Uh, what you call it? Uh, like they have to hurry kind of thing. Because like something's chasing after them. You know what I mean? I guess. 
that that's what it feels like to me but it's not like they're important by any means yes exactly yeah <laughs> I don't know, because, like, in their second encounter, they kind of just blew him up so easily. Like, no problem at all. Yeah. Well, they kind of have, with the help of Nebula, too, right? Without Nebula's help, yeah. they can't really beat him because the generator died or something, remember? Yeah, but then with Nebula, they just laser beam all the ships at once. And it's kind of just like, well, pretty much. that was kind of pointless, right? It was just like... Well, it's not pointless. It's to show that Nebula is willing to, you know... Sacrifice... Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and she's a sadist. Deal with pain, she likes, or like she likes it. Sadist. Ugh. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, okay, go on. Bashka's about to go into a rant about S and M. And I stopped myself because I know my place. Uh, on next week's episode, it's gonna be as a bondage and SM. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me teach you how to tie a turtle knot. <laughs> <laughs> First. <laughs> um, so did you think that the Sovereign filled the role? Because honestly, I think that they were there because of, um, uh, you know, the post-credit scenes where she was like, I created the ultimate being, Atom. Oh, yeah. right, right. So that character is based off of Adam Warlock in the Marvel character. Uh, was Adam Warlock supposed to have anything to do with Sovereign or what? I think so. They're, he's definitely, I think he's made by them. Oh, so that is even like in the original. Yeah, so it's very close to the original. And he's supposed to be like this very high powerful sorcerer. Mm -hmm. Like high, yeah. And uh, he's supposed to be like the master of the soul stone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I don't know too much about Adam Warlock. I just know that he's a very popular and powerful character. Mm -hmm. But the Sovereign, I guess, fulfilled their role-ish. Just not satisfying to me. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. Um, okay, let's go to the to the big baddie, Ego. What do you think of his character? The giant planet of doom. I don't know. For something that's supposed to be really powerful, it doesn't feel that powerful. Yeah. Well, he got controlled quite easily by Mantis. You know, he went to sleep and then he kind of just did nothing for the rest of the movie. Got his ass whooped by Peter. I mean, yeah, I don't know about the... I mean, the sleep part, yeah, sure, whatever kind of thing, but... It, it For me, I don't know, it just feels like he's not that menacing. Yeah. You know, like, because he's on their... Okay, so they're on him, like, his planet, I guess. Or technically on him. Mm-hmm. And he explained to us, like, because of this... On this planet, he can do whatever he wants. He's only limited by his imagination. So, by that logic, he should be able to just do whatever the fuck he wants. But he chooses to do nothing. I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it, though. <laughs> I don't know. I- for me, it's just like, I don't know, he just doesn't feel menacing, he doesn't feel powerful, he just sucked. <laughs> I mean, nothing for, for a villain. That's why that's, that's what I said, yeah. right? Like, it's it's more, it's less of him being a villain, more that Yandu being the badass that he is. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's what it feels like the movie is all about. Mm. I think it's, oh, you can make the argument like, oh, he was distracted by all these things or whatever, right? But like, at the same time, it's kind of just like, he's a celestial, <laughs> man. Things. He's a god. <laughs> these these guys should be like ants to them. But but the thing is like, uh, Peter now is just like normal human, right? Got no celestial whatever. Yeah, because Eagle died and he was like saying like, as long as he's alive, then Peter has access to his other half of the DNA. How come? I don't know. It's just the way it was explained. <laughs> I think he had to be on that planet or something too, like to be able to access the power. Yeah. Really? I guess the the planet is like a giant battery. 
<laughs> another another MCU battery <laughs> is what we're <laughs> yeah what a battery eh? there's like three different huge battery talk in this whole movie too right uh, MCU really loves batteries <laughs> I guess yeah. um, I get that this movie is supposed to be more about like the father son relationship and mm-hmm. like that deep bond but you know like for me if I want to make him more menacing I'll, I'm first of all I'm gonna make like you know him destroying like couple planets that's for sure. Yeah. Show him that what well, by him doing that to several planets and what kind of like, you know, destruction and like how much power he could gain from that to, you know, just to show the, the, the actual threat because before anything happens, what happened is just like in other places, there's like a blob of like blue crap and that's it, right? Yeah. Actually, what is up with that? Because like, um, if say he does um, accomplish his goals, right? Mm-hmm. And then what? He just becomes one with the universe? I don't know, you're asking me. <laughs> I'm not a planet sized <laughs> something. <laughs> like, what's the point of, uh, ex- like, he calls it the expansion. So, what's, what's the point of, like, expanding your your being all over the universe? Like, what my, benefits? My thought is that, my thought is that by having that, that means they'll have, like, more cores to, uh, to, uh, what you call it, uh, spread, right? Like, for example, like, you know, the, the the original planet has, like, a brain, right? Mm-hmm. In other one with the seed, maybe it'll become, like, a, you know, extra batteries where he could sap up more power. That's that's my thought. So it's going to be, like, uh, fucking Pangea, wait, or Pangea, where he's going to, like, combine all these planets together to make a giant super planet. No, that's not necessarily. Uh, do you know Endless... So <laughs> there's this game, completely unrelated. Uh, it's called Endless uh, Space or something like that, I think. I... One of the civilization has the ability to like you know, like connect its main planet mm-hmm. with like roots to other planets, kind of like not even planets, like other system, mm-hmm. like star system. Yeah, yeah. So, so my image is something like that, but it's just that with the more it connects with the roots and whatnot, mm-hmm. it becomes like you know extra energy, and you could like tap it from the energy and then shoot a big kamehameha or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. That's my best imagination. I don't know. Pointless, but sure. <laughs> what do you mean pointless? He could be like the the sixth infinity power stone if the shit did happen, doesn't it? I don't know. He would be so strong. Yeah, so why didn't Maybe. Ego seek out the infinity stones then? Like with the infinity stones, he would be able to do all the shit, no problem. Maybe he never knew. He does. He does know about the infinity stones. Did he say it? Yeah. He, in the beginning of the movie, he was like, Oh, I was able to find you because I heard about a human who was able to wield an infinity stone. Oh, right. Yeah. He did say yeah. that. <laughs> Without perishing. And I knew that has to be you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I will say this, though. Like, the only part that felt menacing was, like, when he was able to, like, kind of just, like, suffocate all the guardians. And then it was... The only reason why they broke out of that was because Peter was able to, like, distract them. Because he was able to harness the, the planet's energy to, to for himself. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like Drax was drowning. Uh, Yondu was being covered by the rocks. Gamora and Nebula mm-hmm. were being choked out. Uh, mm-hmm. Groot was being crushed by the rocks. Mm-hmm. That was the only part that I felt was like, oh shit, he's actually going to do something. I don't know. For me, that doesn't feel... Uh, yeah, because I know you... Uh, yeah. Because... Yeah, you know they're going to get out of it, but that was like the only moment where just like, uh, yeah, that something's happening. I, I mean, well, not necessarily just that. It, it's more of a like... Uh, um, like I'm thinking of like the words here, because let's just say if let's just say all the ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy all just you know died there, yeah, you'll be just like oh okay, 
five people died. Big deal. You, you see what I'm trying to say? The the casualty level is just not not that great. It just he doesn't feel threatening. You know what I mean? Mm. So even when the when the expansion was happening and you saw all the planets getting like fucked up, like you didn't care about that. But nothing, nothing, nothing. Nobody, you know, the terror hasn't happened yet. It's just like a huge blob and people are running away. Yeah, but it still destroyed like buildings. It still swallowed some people. I don't know. It just doesn't feel that threatening. It's just like no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It doesn't feel that impressive. Mm. <laughs> for someone who's very, I, mean, I agree. Yeah. But for someone who's very powerful, <laughs> he doesn't feel powerful in this movie. Um. Okay. Let's go on to the the main the main good guys, the guardians themselves. Um. You know what? Let's start off with like the people with the least amount of change. So Drax. Nev or uh, Drax, Gamora, and Star Lord. Yeah, they don't change. Uh, I would say uh, Drax kind of changed a little. Yeah, bit. I would say Drax changed a little bit. He joked more before. He hate jokes, right? Yeah. He don't do jokes now. He's like joking most of the time. Yeah. Kind of. And he kind of opened up about his past too. So like we see like a hint of Drax's uh, story yeah. and why he's like this. So what? 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 So sorry, I don't know if I missed it, but. Gamora still said it, right? Mantis trying to say something to Drax. Mm-hmm. Did it ever been like you know mentioned, or is it about the cavern only? Yeah, it was about the cavern. I think like uh, like they need to get out of here because Ego isn't who she says he is. And then I see. Gamora does not change. Nope. And who else damage? Star Lord kind of changes, but not really. Yeah, not really. Because <laughs> I was trying to think like, what was his journey in this movie? Just to realize that he's better off as a human. Mm. I don't know about better off as a human. I guess his father, who was supposed to be, you know, I don't know because he gained nothing at the end of this too, right? He gained the family. He the one that he always has. <laughs> but what I'm saying, he didn't get like superpower. He didn't get new equipment. No. Oh, he gained a girlfriend. I guess him and Gamora got together at the end. Yes. <laughs> but then, then they kind of do that last time too. They were just like you know, chilling. On like these veranda or whatever. They hinted at it, but now this time is like confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I guess another character who goes through the least amount of changes is Groot as well. Nah, Groot does a lot of stuff. He does a lot of stuff, but he doesn't change in any way. It, I guess because he's like a baby. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I think I don't. Was wait? Was Groot always that? Oh, I guess he kind of does aggressive is what i was trying to say no he's more he's more aggressive now because remember when Groot was like right? that big guy he was kind of like uh yeah. mellow yeah he's very kind of pacifist right? yes i guess the king now he's kind of like just all out <laughs> yeah he was like i want revenge i'm gonna take you out and stuff and this guy was looking at me weird so i punched him you know <laughs> yeah just like baby rage i guess mind you someone eh <laughs> not as cute though cuter <laughs> Groot or this person? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking. About. I'm just trying to play along. But apparently, you think this mm-hmm. person is cuter than Groot? Okay, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that, but okay. All right. If uh, whoever you are, if you happen to be listening to this episode, Bosch thinks you're very cute. <laughs> you're very welcome. Um. Okay. What else? Uh, now we go for the characters that changed the most, which is Rocket, Nebula, and Yondu. Rocket changed? 
I would say so. He's he was like a like a super douche asshole, right? In the beginning of the movie. He, I guess. But then he realizes like he's doing this because he's insecure about himself, and he realizes like at the end, family is important. Family. Yeah, it's all about family. It's been a long time, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, Nebula, of course, family again, going with the theme of family. Um, mm-hmm. She was telling Gamora how she wants a sister, and Neb or and Gamora didn't give a shit, and she just wanted to just be the best, and and just. But the thing is, they're not really family, f- like as in like they're not sister by blood, no, right? By any chance? No. They're kind of like the princess of a planet that the the Thanos just pick as a trophy, right? Trophy, <laughs> trophy. Yeah, where it's kind of like they're kidnapped and brainwashed, and you know. Groomed. Did you get brainwashed? Yeah, groomed into being who they are now. Yeah, and then Yondu. Uh, did Yondu change? I don't think so. He was always like this. I don't think Yondu changed. Yeah. But we got to see more of him. You got to see, yeah, more of him. That's what. Yeah. What I think was the cool part. Yeah, but I mean, it worked because he's been a cool character. Well, he changed. His mohawk finally got you know <laughs> the way you want it to be, right? The more accurate Mohawk, yeah. Mm. I mean, I like Yondu as a character. I, uh, like, spoilers, he dies. And I was kind of sad that he died. Because I wanted to see more of him in the in the MCU. I uh, no, For me, I'm kind of glad that he died. Oh, why is that? Because he died in a good note. Because mm. even, like, you know, everybody that, you know, like, even the Ravagers and whatever, they're all, like, you know, still respect him until, until the very end. And, like, everybody just, like, you know, like, all those stuff. Like, he died a good death. Mm. He lived a good life kind of thing. Yeah. So I think that part was like good, like great. Mm. Yeah, like his death payoff. But the thing is, like, he, yeah, he's death payoff. But the thing is, like, he's too strong, way too strong. Because of the way whistling arrow. Too, exactly. Because <laughs> there's no, there's no weakness as of yet. As of his whistling, everything dies. <laughs> well, just... but his arrow broke. It snapped in half. Yeah, but then, it, who said you can't fly even when it's broken? Uh, you you can probably fly it, but it would just be like that. Like that half with the... Um, with the red thing. <laughs> yeah, it won't be the pointy end. It will be like the dull end, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, it's broken, so it has to be, you know, pointy too. Maybe? I don't know. And also, it'll snap half. Maybe. Okay, anyways, we're going into this crazy yeah. territory. Right. But anyways, yeah, like Yondu's payoff was good. And yeah, as you said, it's kind of good that he died on the high note and that he was able to, you know, get that respect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, oh, man, I kind of want to see him in the later movies, you know? How he interacts with the other other uh, characters. I agree. Hmm. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I don't think he'll join too well because he's he's not a hero. You know what I mean? No, but he could have been, like, part of, like, the OG Ravagers Guardians team that we saw at the end. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. Just the thing is, like, I don't think he'll... Because, you know, he's, like, he's just very fine with killing everything. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's all about money, you know? And for like the heroic theme thing, it's it's kind of like you know, well, he's a very dark hero if you put it aside like that. I wouldn't say the Guardians are like a heroic team. I would say they're more like anti-heroes in a way. Mm-hmm. They're just there because they're getting paid to be, you know. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, they're more like merchants or was it mercenaries. Mercenary yeah. <laughs> merchants. I was gonna say merchants of death, but they're like, no, that's not. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's Iron Man. Uh, okay, so yes. all the characters are done. Um, let's talk about the music because in Guardians One, music was a big part of the movie. Yeah. In this one, it's 
kind of the same, but I didn't feel like uh, the sh- impact of the music as much. Matters as much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying I didn't like the choices that they made. I just felt like yeah. the impact. I, I don't know. For me personally, I I I know the music on the first one more than the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why it feels more. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I mean, what did you think of the music, though? Did you did you enjoy the music, or you're just like I would prefer something else? Uh, I mean, it's it's a good choice of music. It's just I don't know. It felt because it just felt very again similar to the to the first one, yeah. right? So it just felt like the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like similar sequence with the same kind of note of the music and kind of same. Like you know, it just feels like it's repeating. Yeah. And it's just it just kills the the hype, I guess. Mm, yeah. Kind of, yeah, I kind of agree, but I wouldn't say it kills the the hype of the scene. It just kind of just well, like... Well, I guess. It's just kind of like, ah, it's this thing again. You know, it felt that way to me, anyway. I, uh, mm, I would say it feels more forced because, like, you know how the end where they're giving Yandu the funeral and then they play father and son? I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that feels forced, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like how movies, like, when there's a sad scene, they play a sad music to add to the emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I, I get it. They want to use the, like, if they have the licensing to this music, you may as well use it, right? By all means. Yeah, I honestly, there's really not much to say about this movie, to be honest, because it's everything we right. said was yeah. pretty much in the first one. Yeah, and it's it's just that it's not a bad movie by any chance. It's just it's been done. That yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just that. <laughs> okay, I guess uh, do, does it hold up to this day? Do you feel? I would say so. I mean, it's not about a movie by any chance. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 you could watch it like and enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Would you say skip it or watch it? Skip it. Really? It doesn't matter. I honestly would say you It's kind of interesting because yeah. You would have to watch it for it to make sense. Yeah. Because Oh yeah, I get it. Because of why Nebula does stuff in later films. Mm-hmm. Or w- but I mean, in the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I guess so. You can kind of just... That's what it feels like to me. Can... Yeah, you can just like, oh, I guess something happened in the movie that I don't watch and now they're friends, you know? Yeah. You don't need to know exactly why and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's like saying you should watch this two-hour movie just for like this small segment. And eh, not really, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much it. It's not really important. You can, yeah. Because again, at the end of the day... Like, probably, the fact that uh, Peter is a Celestial doesn't even matter anymore, No, right? it doesn't, no. Exactly, so there's no point. Yeah, in fact, he can't access that power anymore, so it's kind of like, why even why even say he's half Celestial? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, actually, yeah, now that you bring that up, now that I think about it, too, like, yeah, I would say skip yeah. it. You can probably get away with skipping it, to be honest. Um, probably, I think easily. <laughs> So, um, any nitpicks or changes that you want that we haven't discussed yet? Mm, nah, not really. There's not not much that that we can say really. See, it's nothing. It's 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 a movie about Yandu, and it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's Yandu's movie. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay, here's my nitpick, and I guess I'll have to say that I'll have to repeat it again when we get to the Avengers movie. But where the fuck is Thanos? He's like the over arcing antagonist villain of this entire infinity saga we haven't seen him do shit yet well he's looking for a stone probably you know he's probably looking for the stones we know we could have seen him do something in this movie because he showed up in the first guardians right i don't know i don't think it matters too much because he's probably locating where the stones are right so he's probably like yeah whatever small fries doing small fry thing whatever i don't have a bigger goal to 
Maybe I don't know. I would. I just. I just want to see more Thanos because we don't get to see him until Infinity War. Like, and that's like mm-hmm. ways away. You know, like that's a long road. Oh, not I would say a long road, but like you know, quite a few movies. Um, mm-hmm. what else? I would love to see more Infinity Stones. Like, mm-hmm. I get why they didn't choose to, but I would have loved to have seen like a hint at the Soul Stone. I guess. Nah, mm-hmm. is that the last one that we haven't seen yet, or what? I believe so. That's the last stone we haven't seen yet. I mean, I get, I get why they they want to save it as a surprise, you know. But like, uh, but these are like that's like a minor nitpick. Mm, what else I would like to change? Not much else, because to change anything else would be to change the whole movie. To be honest. Yeah. They, oh, like the opening sequence of the movie. Like, uh, some people love it. Some people didn't really care for it. I was one of the people yeah. that didn't care for it. And neither am I. Yeah. Like I get the gag, I, I just didn't. Yeah, I just didn't find it funny. You know, I think it's anything that <laughs> special. Yeah, and then they do the exact same gag later on with the uh, quill yeah. trying to find the tape or whatever, right? So it's like, oh, you know, I mean, I get it. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, okay, so overall, what would you rate it? I put a six. Whoa, really? That low, eh? What do you mean? That's normal for me. A normal movie is a six. <laughs> Mm. Six is not a bad movie by any chance. Interesting, because for me, six you can watch it. Like, six yeah. is watchable, right? But it's like you, six six five, yeah. But six is just like it's like you watched it, you you liked it, but it was just like yeah. That's what described the movie, is it not? Mm, interesting. <laughs> you liked it, you watch it, and you're like eh, exactly that, <laughs> <laughs> exactly the. <laughs> The expression that I'm feeling, exact energy. A six to me would mean like you wouldn't want to watch it again. Probably won't. Mm, interesting. Okay. Maybe if I do, I'll probably watch it for like, you know, for the Yandu scene. Like I'll watch that on YouTube. I'm not going to watch the whole movie. Crazy. Mm, okay. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. For me though, I would give it the same rank as whatever Guardians I gave. I gave the Guardians the first one. Mm. Yeah. So whatever, like an eight, I guess. If I didn't give Gar- the first Guardians an 8, I'm giving it an 8. So whatever score <laughs> it was before, it's an 8. Both these movies, to me, is an 8. Like, I would I would rewatch this movie in a marathon, but would I choose to watch it again? I don't think so. Yeah. I would choose other movies to, like, watch again before this. Yeah, I, as I said, like, there's really not much to say about this movie, like we haven't said mm-hmm. before. In the first one. And in <laughs> and the... And our initial freshness, but um, yeah, yeah, I nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad movie by any chance. Yes, yeah. no, it's uh, it's enjoyable, it's likable. Yeah, but unfortunately, it just didn't. It is. Yeah, it didn't hit the high mark for us. You know, you know what? I'm gonna drop this movie down to a seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even a seven and a quarter, seven point two five. Sure. Well, the thing is, now that... The gag of the movie. (laughs) Because the thing is, when I think about um, all the ratings I gave prior to these, uh, Mm -hmm. all the movies prior, like, I was thinking, like, Mm -hmm. because by the end of it, we're going to do, like, a tier list again to just refresh our memories. And I feel like my scores will change again. Yeah. For me, because I don't know. Because I don't know how how Alex's scale is, but for me, it's it's a firm thing. Like, (laughs) in a sense that... Like if it's okay, it's it's really okay. It's six, not just because I watched it recently and it feels good. It goes that after I don't watch it in a while, it goes down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, my scoring is different because it changes based on my mood. But I don't think I would ever give a movie a higher mark 
than yeah, what it'll it came go down. Before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because <laughs> you're, you're in the hype when you watched it. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. It can only yeah. go down. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. I don't think about it. Be like, oh, that movie was better than I expected. You know, bump it up. No, we actually. Anyway, when I think about it, I'm just like, mm, goes down, goes huh, down. Yeah, what did I give it that high? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I know. I yeah. Know. So for me, these scores aren't final until maybe after Endgame where we do like a tier list thing. But until then, for now, these are just like my placeholder marks. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add, Bosh? <laughs> no, I am done. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. So, yeah, don't forget to follow us on uh, shit. <laughs> like YouTube, Twitch, <laughs> and Twitter, Instagram, and Instagram, Instagram. And yeah. I'll uh, eventually update it, maybe one day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Whenever I feel like it. <laughs> when we get back to it, I guess. Until then, yeah. Uh, Bosh, do the outro, please. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This is Fool's Odyssey Podcast Episode 42. This is Boshka. This is Alex. Bye bye. Bye.